To open up the teaching, we did say the last time we had tribe that we had a lot of people that wanted to give proverbs in their um, from their village, <laughs> and um, we said that we'll take a couple more today. And um, so, if you if you if you have one, you could raise your hand um, that you want to share with us that you didn't get the opportunity of sharing um, the last time we had tribe. You have a proverb from your, okay, the hand there that you want to share. And you tell us the language and you tell us the meaning. Okay, there's another hand there. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, my proverb is in Yoruba. Okay. It's one that carries a lot of meaning and of use, but has also been abused in recent times. Uh, the proverb says, if it has in she Latin je, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So uh, the, the real meaning is that uh, you, you, you make your income from where you work. Yeah. But in recent times, the abuse is that you cut extra deals or you make extra income and you take bribes, take bribes and, and the likes from where you work which is the abuse there. Right. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you. Uh, Pigeon has the same va version, right? Now where mind they work, now in the chop. <laughs> That's why they call them work chop. <laughs> okay. There's the hand there, yeah? Give her the mic. Yeah. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Okay. My own is from Ghana, Fancy. It says, um, Abua Onidja. Which means uh, an animal without a tail is God that drives away the flies. Ah, okay. From Ghana? Yes, please. Okay. They are neighbors. <laughs> right. It's a hand there. It's a hand there. Yeah. Anyone? That gets the mic first. Hallelujah. I is in Yoruba. Okay. I buffalo and woke. If I call him para. That is, when they ask you anything, if you don't know, you can't just be looking up. There is no answer upstairs. Yes, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they say that what is the square root of 25765? Five? <laughs> looking up. <laughs> it's not up. If it's not in the brain. Okay, so we take one, then we take two and three, and uh, okay, let's see how that goes. Tell us. Yeah. Okay, mine is from the Igara dialect, and okay. it says, Ivy Sechichi me godotu ona jochani. That means it's not the length of the cane, length of the snake that determines the cane or the stick you will use to kill it. Right. Right. Okay, so there's, there's a hand there, and there's a hand there. Yeah, let's have you. Shoot. Um, mine is from Isoko. Okay. And it says, Ozo no reyemehe buzo. It means an, uh, an ear that does not listen will be cut along with the head. The ear that doesn't listen? Listen will be cut along with the head. Will be cut along with the head. Wow. You people are tough. <laughs> okay. One. Good evening, sir. Good evening. Mine is in Yoruba. Okay. And it says, hmm. And literally, that means that he that relies on maybe the father's inheritance. inheritance is only selling himself off for poverty. Absolutely. Okay, so we take one and two, and we are done. Yes, sir. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So, sorry, Pastor, I just want to quickly say that uh, the one that was mentioned in choir about an animal that doesn't have a tail. Mm. Yoruba has a version that. I know. I know. So, I know. But I have to, that okay. same thing. Right. So, what it means is that, literally, that, um, you know, when you're growing the vegetable, that the, that the, um, insects. The insects that, that is going to kill That is devouring the vegetable. It's right underneath. Leaves the, inside, inside the vegetable. vegetable. And then it says that, um, if somebody cannot, if, I mean, if an outsider, if inside enemy can't kill you, an outsider enemy can't kill you. Literally meaning that 
you know, the people that can get you the most to harm you are the people that are within you. Absolutely. Um, okay. So make sure your effort does not have kukuru. <laughs> and you'll be fine. <laughs> My yes. name is uh, Yoruba. Okay. Which is to chastise my uh, child. Doesn't mean I'm really happy with it. Uh -huh. it, never, it doesn't reach inside. I, I had to discipline a young boy yesterday and the mom ran outside the house. <laughs> she couldn't take it. <laughs> Praise the Lord. <coughs> okay. Pami no more me, they no more. Okay. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So today... How have you used, the, um, used what you learned about wisdom in the period we have been on break? Has something happened at work or at home that you remember um, something in Proverbs 1 or Proverbs 2 that we have been sharing and, you're like, and you deployed it and, and it was beneficial to you? Anybody? Oh, yeah. I hope we're able to deploy <laughs> things we learn. <laughs> Let's just take one and we'll go on from there. Yes, tell me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, I was able to deploy the aspect that said we should seek counsel before, um, before doing anything. So it happened that somebody really upset me and I was going to immediately just, you know, bust out and say my mind and all of that, but... I sought counsel and I explained to someone else how I felt. And the person said, okay, why not give it time? And instead of pouring all of your pain on this person and explaining how you feel, why not just pour it to God and let him show you how to go about it? And I did that. And in five days, I realized that, okay, this person was actually under attack and under pressure. And if I had gone with the way I was feeling, oh. she would probably, you know, feel really bad and just crawl back into her, her a cage, but with right. the way I dealt with it, we're able to get to the bottom of the problem, and you know, she's a better person today. Praise God. Yeah, hallelujah. And so are you. Okay. So these words are to be applied. Proverbs chapter 3. Proverbs chapter 3. My child, never forget the things I have taught you. Store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. Never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck as a reminder. Write them deep within your heart. Then you will find favor with both God and people and you will earn a good reputation. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body and strength for your bones. Honor the Lord with your wealth, and with the best part of everything you produce. Then he will fill your bands with grains, and your vat will overflow with good wine. My child, don't reject the Lord's discipline, and don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in womb, he delights. Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver, and our wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. She offers you long life in her right hand and riches and honor in her left. She will guide you down delightful paths. 
all our ways are satisfying. Wisdom is a tree of life to those who embrace her. Happy are those who hold her tightly. By wisdom, the Lord founded the earth. By understanding, he created the heavens. By his knowledge, the deep fountains of the earth burst forth, and the dew settles beneath the night sky. My child, don't lose sight of common sense and discernment. Hang on to them, for they will refresh your soul. They are like jewels on a necklace. They keep you safe on your way, and your feet will not stumble. You can go to bed without fear. You will lie down and sleep soundly. You need not be afraid of sudden disaster or the destruction that comes upon the wicked. For the Lord is your security. He will keep your foot from being caught up in a trap. Do not withhold good from those who deserve it when it is in your power to help them. If you can help your neighbor now, don't say, come back tomorrow. Then I'll help you. Don't plot harm against your neighbor. For those who live nearby trust you. Don't pick a fight without reason when no one has done you harm. Don't envy violent people or copy their ways. Such wicked people are detestable to the Lord, but he offers his friendship to the godly. The Lord curses the house of the wicked, but he blesses the home of the upright. The Lord mocks the mockers, but is gracious to the humble. The wise inherit honor, but fools are put to shame. Praise the name of the Lord. That alone by itself is refreshing. <laughs> Just reading the word of God and, you know, listening to it. So, we did say that we will start with wisdom from above. The wisdom that is from above. Last week, we looked at the sources of, last time, we looked at the sources of wisdom. And we did say that while God is the ultimate source of wisdom, there are other sources that wisdom, quote-unquote, wisdom flows from, but they really are not God's wisdom. So there is a wisdom that is from above. Many times, as, as a believer, I've heard even Christians, old Christians say, you have to use wisdom. <laughs> when they say you have to use wisdom, when I listen to what they are saying, they are saying you have to compromise. That's what they are, that is what they mean. When they say you have to use wisdom, you have to be wise in this life. <laughs> they are like, what they're actually saying is the wisdom that is from the earth. There's wisdom from the earth. There's wisdom from hell. And there's wisdom from above. Praise the name of the Lord. You know, I've heard, I've had a senior colleague in ministry say to me, this is how you do it. You have to cheat. You have to do this and that. And I said, sorry, I'm not going to do that. And he said, hmm. He said it in Yoruba, modelon share. Modelon share means you are just a little child. You know, that this work is wisdom. Is wisdom. And I'm like, I don't want, in that case, let me remain a child forever. And, you know, 
it's about a decade ago, if I remember well, and I'm still a child <laughs> of God, refusing to grow in that kind of wisdom. James 3, 13 to 17, say to us, James 3, 13 to 17 says, if you are wise and understand God's ways, prove it by living an honorable life, doing good works with the humility that comes from wisdom. But if you are bitterly jealous and, and there is selfish ambition in your heart, don't pretend, don't cover up the truth with boasting or lying. For jealousy and selfishness are not God's kind of wisdom. Such things are earthly. I was earthly. So there's wisdom that is earthly. They are sensual. That is unspiritual. There's wisdom that is unspiritual and demonic. There's wisdom that is demonic. It says, for wherever there is jealousy and selfish ambition, there you will find disorder and if, if, an evil of every kind, every kind of evil. It says, but the wisdom that is from above is first of all what? It's first of all pure. So, it's first of all pure. Number one. Number two, it is also peace-loving. It's peace-loving. Number three, it is gentle at all times. Number four, it's willing to yield to others. It is full of mercy. Number five, and the fruit of good deeds. Number six. Number seven, it shows no favoritism and is always sincere. So if, if you are confronted with wisdom and you want to know if it is um, earthly, unspiritual, demonic, or from above, open James chapter 3 and run it through the list. This wisdom that this my friend or my cousin or my colleague is saying I have to embrace. Is it first and foremost pure? Is it easily entreated? Is it just run it through that? Then you can easily de decipher. Praise the name of the Lord. Do we understand that? Fantastic. Now, if we, if we look at our um, text in Proverbs chapter 3, we see that wisdom, which includes knowledge and understanding, is the key to creativity. Wisdom. Which includes knowledge and understanding is the key to creativity. If you're writing. Proverbs 3.19 Proverbs 3.19 says, By wisdom the Lord founded the earth. By understanding he created the heavens. By his knowledge the deep fountains of the earth burst forth. And the dews settles beneath the night sky. By wisdom, God founded the earth. By understanding, he created the heavens. So if you're going to be creative, you need God's kind of wisdom. And you will be creative in Jesus' name. So you notice in your outline, there's, um, the text is blown out. Proverbs 3 from 13. To 18, 
I want you to underline and circle some things in there. You know, since folks don't use printed Bible. How many people here have a printed Bible here with you? Oh, keep the hands up now. Come on, let me, let me buy you. In here with you. No, I'm not saying under your pillow at home. <laughs> Which you don't open. Okay, that's one or two. <laughs> okay, two people. Okay, three. Okay, fantastic. Most of us don't. I don't. I, I, I do have a home. I do have a couple around me at home and on my study, you know. But, you know, I use my mobile devices. So sometimes it's good to be able to circle and underline specific words without having to underline the whole verse. You know, not many Bible apps. We allow you to do that. Anyway, it says, joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver. Underline, circle, square, hexagonize, more profitable than silver. Than silver. Wisdom is actually more profitable than silver. And when we look at it, we're like, how can it be? Silver is, you know, I can monetize it. How can I monetize wisdom? But God wants you to know that if you have wisdom, you can generate silver, as it were. So, wisdom is more profitable than silver. Our wages are better. Underline, circle, square out. Better than gold. If you need to choose one, if there's gold here and there's wisdom here, most people will choose gold. But God is saying, choose wisdom. It may sound ridiculous. But you see, if you contact wisdom, you will produce gold. That is the truth. And you will be more fulfilled because you are a wise person. You have wisdom. If you have gold, it will finish. Particularly because you don't have wisdom. And this is a literal selection, option. If you see gold and you see wisdom, always choose what? Wisdom. There was a video, you know, I saw some things and I'm like, ah, our work is cut out for us. The amount of young people queuing up in front of the Brick Brother Africa show. Unbelievable. Teeming. Struggling to come in. I'm like, what's going on? A lady was interviewed. Some of you might have seen the interview. And, 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 and they said, she said she was a worker in church. But she just resigned. Why? Because she wants to win five million naira. And the guy said, No, it's 45 million. I said, Oh, 45. That she's ready to do anything, anything. He should forget church. What's that? She wants 45 million. I'm like, Oh. I'm not judging, I'm just saying, Oh, my shield. Because, because she actually has been to church and she hasn't come in contact with wisdom. So her life has not changed. Now she's seen gold and she has to choose one. She's choosing gold. 
But God is saying to, to you and I today that if you have 45 million naira on one hand, and on the other hand, you have to come to tribe to get wisdom. It's tight. <laughs> which will you which will you get? Which <laughs> I know some of you say, Oh Pastor, I will go back and watch Tribe online. <laughs> tribe will know the finish. <laughs> But, well, really, I mean, if you, can, if, if you can still gain wisdom, it may be a wise thing to do. But, but, in the event that you have to choose one and you can't get the wisdom from tribe from any other source, choose wisdom. That's what God is saying. And God is not saying choose this wisdom because he wants you to, be, to, to just be aimless. He's telling you to choose wisdom for a reason. And as we go on, we will see it's, it's better than gold. He says wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you can desire can compare with our and there's a reason God is saying you, should, you and I should choose wisdom. Not because he wants you to be in poverty. On the contrary, he wants you to be in wealth. He's saying in verse 16 that she offers long life on her right hand. And on her left hands are what? Riches and honor. It's huge. It's huge. If you took the gold, if you took the 45 million naira, all you will have is riches. You won't have honor because you have dishonored yourself to do it. But on the other hand, you will still are not guaranteed of long life and a fulfilling life. But wisdom says on one hand, I'm going to give you long life on the other hand, I'm going to give you riches, not just riches, riches with honor. So God is actually saying, wisdom is better than, than gold. In fact, if you look at this scripture carefully, you discover that it appears that wisdom not actually dwells in God's presence. Because it's in God's presence, the scripture says in Psalm, I think 16 or 116, that in his presence there is fullness of joy. And on his right hand there are what? Pleasures forevermore. And wisdom is saying, come, come. I have long life on my right hand and I have riches and honor on my left hand. So if you are underlining, please underline long life and your riches and honor. So again, when you see gold and you see wisdom, which should you choose? Wisdom. Wisdom. She will guide you down delightful paths. Wisdom we guide you down delightful paths. Following God, following God's wisdom is not going to make your life miserable. It's not going to make your life, you know, dry. You are going to, it's going to lead you down delightful paths. All our ways are satisfying. All our ways. All. If you're, if you're 
please underline all, 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 all our ways are satisfying. So many health problems are actually wisdom problems. Many wealth money problems. People think they have money problems. They are actually wisdom problems. If you get the wisdom, you will solve the money problem. Hallelujah. That's, that's the truth. Many fulfillment problems. Some people are just not fulfilled in life. Fulfillment problem is a wisdom problem. It is a wisdom problem. Guess what? Marriage problems are wisdom problems. Everything is wisdom problem. Wisdom problem. I say, but pastor, you don't understand. Ah, this spouse of mine is very this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you need wisdom. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, so the wisdom, there are wisdom keys to health. There are wisdom keys to wealth. There are wisdom keys to fulfillment. There are wisdom keys to great relationships. And Proverbs 3 offers us five of such wisdom keys. Wisdom secrets or wisdom keys. Verses 1 and 2 says, My child, never forget the things I taught you. Store them, store my commands in your heart. If you do this, you will live many years and your life will be satisfying. So the wisdom key to a long life and fulfillment is storing up God's word in your heart. Storing up God's word. I chew on God's word. I ruminate on God's word. I listen to God's word. I, I sing God's word. I surround myself with music of God's word, with vi- movies of God, God's word, with text of God's word. I store it up in my heart. That is the wisdom key to, a lo- to long life and fulfillment. Praise the Lord. Wisdom key number two, verses three and four. Verses three and four. It says, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Tie them around your neck. As a reminder, write them deep in your heart. Says, then you will find favor with God and people, and you will earn a good reputation. So, the wisdom key for favor with God and with man is what? Loyalty and kindness. You see, people have become unbelievably disloyal. And God is saying, if you are disloyal, you will not find favor in life. Not with God. Not, you won't even find favor with God. And you will find favor with people. You can pray for favor from now till next year. You are dis, a disloyal person. Favor will run away from you. So God is saying that... You need, if you pull up the text again, never let loyalty and kindness leave you. Do you want favor with God? Do you want favor with men? You need to learn to be a loyal person. You have to be, in, in your relationships, can your, does, does your friend think you're a loyal person? You're a loyal friend. 
Does your employer think you're a loyal person? Does your spouse think you're loyal to him or her? Before we can begin to talk about, does your God think you're loyal to him? <laughs> so, loyalty has become something that is scarce in our time. Right? Because people have grown increasingly more selfish. To be loyal to someone means that you're, you're loyal, you're more committed to someone else's interest. Really. And you put that be above yourself. And God is saying, when you do that, when you are wise enough to do that, it attracts favor with God and with men. So the wisdom key to attracting favor with God and with men is loyalty and kindness. And kindness. And kindness. You need to leave this place armed with these keys. I am, I am going to be a kind person. I have to be a kind person. Because it's wise to be kind. When you are kind, you attract favor with, from God. You, are, you attract favor from men. Even people that don't know you want to help you. But when you are a mean, nasty person, how do you treat people that can't can't do anything to you. How do you treat people that they don't have the resources or the power to hurt you in any way? How do you treat them? That's how we know if you're a kind person. How do I know you're a kind person? I, I can ask your domestic staff if you have a house help or a security person or a driver I could just sit with them over lunch and you can tell me if you're a kind person or not. Say, but pastor, that's not fair. Those people are very useless. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Your mean-spiritedness is coming out. That's the truth. And it's wisdom. It actually it means that when you are mean or when you are mean-spirited, and when you're unkind, it means you are not a very wise person. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's what it actually means. It actually means that you are actually a very foolish person. Because if you were wise, you will be kind. Because the wise are kind. <laughs> uh, praise the Lord. There's a scripture on correction that I skipped in the first bit, which is verse um, 11 and 12. I think we should just back up for a little bit, you know. And it says, my child, don't reject the Lord's discipline. Don't be upset when he corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights in. I put that with storing up God's word in your heart. Because what storing up God's word in your heart will do for you is not a matter of egg knowledge or I can quote Genesis, I can quote Revelations. No. But what's turning up God's world in your heart will do for you is the word of God will begin to correct and realign your heart. So you are going to begin to receive correction from God. Realignment from God. And God is saying, don't reject that correction. Don't reject don't be upset when God corrects you. For the Lord corrects those he loves. Just as a father corrects a child 
the womb with delight. And as a pastor, I mean, I can relate totally with this. Totally. You know? There are some people that I correct. There are some people, after a while, I stop correcting them. Why? Because they are full of their own ways. You know, but the danger is, of the, of the, is that if I correct you, then you are fine and you take the correction. If I don't correct you, then they have to correct you. That one. <laughs> uh, let me not say anything. Just stop. And storing up God's word in your heart, we do that for you. Okay, quickly. Number three. Verses five and six shows us Okay, I think we should, we should talk about the, the keys first, then we read the scriptures. That's the wisdom key to divine direction. Verses 5 and 6 gives us the wisdom key to divine direction. You can see why if you add all these keys, wisdom keys together, it's, it's, your life will be so full and blessed. Really. Wisdom key for divine direction. Five and six, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you the path to take. Do you need direction? You want to make a decision? Who should I marry? Which job opportunity should I pursue? Which career path should I take? It says, Here's the wisdom key. And the wisdom is this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him. Seek his will in all you do and boom. Boom. God will direct your path. He will show you the path to take. If you do this, you will discover that by the grace of God, you always know the right thing to do. You always know the right thing to do. And if you always know the right thing to do, your life will be at peace. It will be at peace. Because you are not just running... Elta skelter because somebody else is doing this, you are doing it, somebody else is doing that, I'm doing that. Oh, they are selling pure water now, I'm selling pure water. Oh, it is now mineral water, you know, I'm selling mineral, then it's now organic water, then I'm selling organic, whatever the world is doing. But if you have the wisdom key for divine direction, your life becomes beautiful. Number four. Wisdom key for health. Wisdom key for health. The wisdom key for health we see in verses 7 and 8. It says, don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Then you will have healing for your body. And strength for your bones. Wow. Fear God. You know, I've heard people say, oh, God doesn't want us to fear him, as in be afraid of him. You know, the, the kind of fear that we should have as Christians is the reverential fear. We should not have the dreadful fear of God. <laughs> you know, it sounds cute. Like, but we said on Sunday, it's cute, but it's what? Clueless. We should have the two. 
you should have the reverential fear of God to relate with him as your father, love him, play with him, joke with him. But you should also fear him as a consuming fire because he is. My grandmother used to say, which is, since we are talking about proverbs from our villages, <laughs> I might as well share one too, that it is the teeth that the lion uses to play with his child. It's that same teeth he uses biting the same child in discipline. Same teeth. So if you see the teeth, you need to know which one is coming. <laughs> is it uh, the plate teeth or the yeah, the fearful teeth? And that is what the Bible says that when you fear God, it becomes health to your bone. It, become, it becomes healings to your body. It becomes strength to your bones. It's beautiful. Number five. The wisdom key for wealth. Wisdom key for wealth. Verses 9 and 10. It says, honor the Lord with your wealth and with the best part of everything you produce. With the best part of everything you produce. With the what? The best part of everything you produce. It says, then he will fill your bands with grains, with grain, and your vats will overflow with wine. Wait a minute. I thought I was the one that had the wealth. That I was just dashing God something and giving him, you know, some handouts. God forbid. We will never relate to God like that. <laughs> In Jesus' name. I thought I was the one that had the wealth. That I'm just giving God because I'm a faithful child. God says no. No. When you honor God with the best part of your produce, then he, you think you have, you've not seen anything yet. Then he will make your band filled with what? With grain. And your vats will overflow with new wine. I think the NRSV puts it this way, which is um, the, the, the KJV. Um, um, also, the literal trans translations put it this way. Proverbs 3, 9 and 10. And as it says, honor the Lord with your substance and with the first fruits of all your produce. It says, then your bands will be filled with plenty and your vat will be bursting with new wine. So, the wisdom key to wealth is giving to God. The best of your produce, your first fruits, tithing, I mean, you can't, what the world does for wealth, you can't do. So you do what the kingdom says to do for wealth. Praise the name of the Lord. Honor the Lord. Honor means priority. To prioritize God. So when we give to God, we are not, it's not, we are not doing him a favor. We are honoring him. We are like, it comes from you. I'm honoring you. And he said that, listen, if you honor me, if you are wise enough to honor me as your source, then your bands will be filled with plenty and your vat will burst forth with new wine. Praise the name of the Lord. So, do you have a long life and fulfillment challenge? You're not fulfilled in life? You have the wisdom key. Do you have favor problem? You don't seem to have favor with God. You don't seem to have favor with men. I've given you the wisdom key. You don't seem to have direction, divine direction. Now you have the wisdom key. There's a, there's a health, one from one health problem to another health problem. From a, I'm not saying 
strictly because you don't have a wisdom key, but be sure that is not the reason. Sometimes it's because the world is broken. People are not healthy. But sometimes, many times, you are not, is, is the, is the, is the food that you eat. It's the food that you eat. I was, I was reading a, um, a medical report, you know, and, you know, and I was like, I've, I've been so guilty of it also, you know. We all say, oh, I will eat fruits. We want to eat fruits. Yeah, we want to eat fruits. And the report was saying, the experts were saying that eating fruits can actually kill you if you don't eat it properly. I'm like, eat it properly. I'm like, how else do you eat fruit? You put it, open your mouth and you put it inside. That's how to eat fruit. <laughs> and the report says that you should actually eat fruits on empty stomach. So you should eat your fruits first. 15, 20, 30 minutes after, then you can eat your meal. Because the fruit gets in, is good to go. But if you eat your food first, you've loaded with pounded yam and a goosey soup. Then you are now eating banana, you are eating fruit on top. The fruit is not going anywhere. So it becomes septic. Then it's, it's the very big names now began to fly up and down. Then this began to happen, then that began to happen. Then you can be caused so many problems. I'm like, wow. So that is, that's a wisdom problem that I had. Because I was just chopping fruit. In fact, I eat most of my food after my meal. If you are like me, let me see your hands up. You see? <laughs> Honest people. <laughs> I eat most of my fruit after my meal. You know? So, so, I mean, so God forbid, if I now, I've now been struggling with, let's say I've been struggling with some challenge because of that. You see, there's a wisdom problem right there. The health challenge is just a wisdom problem. I was eating it in the wrong order. And when we look at the different types of our lives, is it health? There's a wisdom key for it. Do you have a wealth challenge? You think you have money issues? There's a wisdom key for it. There's a wisdom key for it. <coughs> there is a wisdom key for it. I've, I mean, I, I, I've shared with you guys severally, thank you, I've shared severally how Years ago, I sat down. I said to myself, wait a minute, you know, it is not, the Bible did not say that he that preaches the word will be blessed. It is he that doeth the word that will be blessed. It's the doer of the word that will be blessed, not the preacher of the word. Do you know that? It is not the hearer of the word or the preacher of the word. It is the doer of the word that will be blessed. So I advised myself years ago, you will be a doer of the word. And one of the areas I was struggling in was my finances. And I went in, what does the Bible say? How do I get out of, you know? And I saw it. I used to pray a lot. Alone. I still pray by God's grace a lot. <clears throat> but I discovered that prayer does not make you wealthy. <laughs> if, if, if prayer were to make people wealthy, Nigerians would be the wealthiest people on earth. What makes people wealthy is giving an industry. Those two things. On a personal level, what attracts wealth to you is giving. On a corporate level and generational and systemic level, what sustains the wealth is industry. So, I, by God's grace, I literally gave myself out of poverty. When people are saying rubbish today, I'm just like looking at them. I'm like, oh my show, you don't know anything. I'm just sorry for the people they are confusing. I'm sorry for the people they are confusing. 
if God says this is the wisdom key for wealth, if you honor the Lord with your first fruit, with the best part of your produce, your bands will be filled with plenty. I want my bands to be filled with plenty. I'm going to do that. Praise the Lord. <laughs> that's just how, that's how I am. <sighs> so, you see, uh, time is up. We still have some grounds to cover. I'll just breeze through it. Verse 21 to 26 talks about common sense and discernment. Common sense is not very common. Common sense is common. You've seen the wisdom key. What does common sense tell you to do? To apply it. For instance, I've, I've seen that the order in which I was eating my fruit was wrong. What does common sense tell me to do? To change it. Some people still won't change it. But they would rather splash anointing oil on their heads. It doesn't work like that. Common sense and discernment. Verse 21 to 26. Then we see verse 27 to 28 that wise people are helpful. Wise people are helpful. Verse 29 to 30. Wise people are not evil. Wise people are not evil. As the next one. Then from verse 31 to 32, we see that wise people are not envious. Wise people are not envious. And 33 to 35 gives us more reasons to be wise. If you are still not convinced, it's giving you much more. I mean, so wisdom is huge. I want, to, I want to encourage you. This, and I thank God for those of you that are able to come, you know, after such, you know, fasting, daily prayers, daily praise, daily vigil, we have God to service. Most people just want to relax, you know. But you have come. You know, it means that you are serious with God. And I pray that God will reward you with wisdom in Jesus' name. Make sure you, you, you take this series seriously because I, I don't know when next I can talk about wisdom. Get all you can get and watch your life transform. Let's burn our heart as we burn our head. Okay, so let's talk to God. You can fill in the commitment part later on. And just bless the name of the Lord. Just appreciate God. Appreciate you, Lord. You may be here and you want to give your life to Jesus. You are not saved. Jesus is not the Lord of your life. Or you used to be born again, but right now, you are not. You are saying, Pastor, can you pray with me? Yes, I want to pray with you, my brother or my sister. Wherever you are seated, don't to come forward. I want to pray with you. If that is you, there's no need to be ashamed. Every one of us made this, took this step at some point. But you are not even coming out. Wherever you are seated, put up your hand now over your head. And we'll pray together. Anybody, that is me. I want to surrender my life to, to Christ. Shoot it up. Put up that hand. Quickly, I will pray together. Thank God for the hands of the children that are always going up. <laughs> Anybody else? That is me. If you are online, the instructions are scrolling. Oh, Father, we thank you. What a mighty God you are. Thank you for your word. Thank you for breathing upon us. Thank you for teaching us. Lord, that your word will be profitable in our lives. Honor and glory we give unto you. Jesus, mighty name. Thank you for listening to this. I want to encourage you to share this resource with your family and friends. God bless you.